Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 893, for Wednesday, October 4th, 2023. This is the BGG Top 10 edition, a quarterly look at the top 10 ranked games on Board Game Geek. Not a lot of movement in position this time around, but still quite a bit of interesting information we can gain by looking at the actual ratings. Starting at number 10, repeating there for the second quarter, Star Wars Rebellion by Corey Kaneska, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with a rating of 8.169. That is flat from last time, so no movement uh, after a four-point gain last time. So this is retains its mark as the highest-rated number 10 ever, Uh, The previous mark was set just earlier this year at 8.158, so 11 points better, both last quarter and this quarter. Though since the 11th place game, Spirit Island lost two points, the gap between Star Wars Rebellion and that number 11 game has expanded from 17 to 19. Repeating at number 9, War of the Ring, the second edition, by Roberto Di Meglio, Marco Maggi, and Francesco Nepatello, published by Ares Games, with a rating of 8.178. That is a gain of 5 points from last time, and now it is a 9-point gap back to Rebellion. Over the last three quarters, that gap has increased since War of the Ring passed Rebellion. It has increased from 3 points to 4, now up to 9. After three quarters at number seven, stepping back one spot to number eight, Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with a rating of 8.197. Nineteen more than War of the Ring, and a decline of eight points from last quarter, although uh, even though that is the sixth consecutive decline that Jaws of the Lion has had, during which it has lost 73 points, it peaked at number four, It is the smallest decline it's had in over a year, going back to July of 2022, when it also had an eight-point decline. Again, the gap is now 19 points between Jaws of the Lion and War of the Ring, and there was a 13-point swing. So last time the gap was 32. That would suggest that War of the Ring will pass Jaws of the Lion in only two quarters, though it could be more. As recently as six months ago, there was a 30-point swing between the two of them, so it's possible War of the Ring passes it next quarter. By the same token, the gap has narrowed to Star Wars Rebellion but to only 28 points, and that's on an 8-point swing. Last quarter, it was 36. Quarter before that, it was 50. So if Rebellion can continue its remarkably steady performance, Uh, we could expect to see Rebellion past Jaws of the Lion, or, to be more accurate, Jaws of the Lion fall past Rebellion. They're both in the course of... uh, They're both falling. Rebellion's not really falling. It's more floating. So Jaws falls past Rebellion, um, I would say maybe in a year, something like that. Our youngest new... Our youngest entry... In the top ten, climbs one spot from last time, going from eight to seven, Dune Imperium, 
by Paul Denon, published by Direwolf, with a rating of 8.200. Three points better than Jaws of the Lion, and a gain of 22 points from last time, though it has consistently been adding around 30, so this actually is a moderation of its gain, though obviously still quite good. The gap to Jaws of the Lion has shrunk from being 70 points behind, two quarters back, 27 points behind last time, now three points ahead. It sets its sight on the next game, sitting at the number six position for the fourth quarter in a row, Terraforming Mars, by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with a rating of 8.226, 26 points more than Dune, a decline of six, its tenth consecutive decline, during which it has lost a total of 61 points. That gap to Dune has shrunk from 93 to 54 to 26, and this past quarter was a 28-point delta, last quarter it was 39, so I would expect Dune to pass terraforming Mars when we come back at the first of the year. Repeating at number five for the fourth quarter, Twilight Imperium, the fourth edition, by Christian T. Peterson, Corey Kaneska, and Dane Beltrami, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with a rating of 8.242. 16 more than Terraforming Mars, and flat from last time. During the last seven quarters, Twilight Imperium has slid, has lost ground only four times. It's gained ground a couple times, this time no movement. So during that time, it's lost a total of only 20 points. Its gap to terraforming Mars, then, since terraforming Mars has lost ground, it continues to expand. Two quarters back, it was number five, I'm sorry, five points. Then it was 10. Now it's opened to 16. Meanwhile, the gap to Dune, two positions back, has shrunk from 98 to 64 last quarter, now down to 42 points. So, depending on whether Dune recovers its previous performance, or whether this only 20-point gain is more where it's at, which, to be honest, is more common, but it had been really consistent up until this quarter, it might be two or three quarters before Dune can catch Twilight Imperium, but I would expect it to do so. Repeating at number four for the fifth consecutive quarter, Arc Nova by Matthias Vigge, published by Capstone Games, with a rating of 8.313, 71 more than Twilight Imperium. Uh, for reference, the gap from Twilight Imperium at number 5 down to Star Wars Rebellion at number 10 is a gap of just 73. So as much of a gap between 5 and 4 as there was between 5 and 10. That's a 10-point increase for Arc Nova. It's fairly consistently chipping away over the last four quarters since it zoomed up to the number four spot about a year ago. These last four quarters, its gains have been in reverse order. 10 this time, 7 last time, 16 the time before, 9 the time before that. So it's, it's, not, it's not going away. It's just not gaining very fast. Again, just chipping away. There's always going to be 
uh, has been for years now, there's been a big gap between the top games and then the rest of the list. And so there's this vast gulf that those top, the, the games who are trying to traverse that, uh, they have to go through. It takes some time. So Arc Nova is working its way through that. It's more than halfway across that gap now. Again, 71 points behind it, 66 points still to go. Repeating at number three for the third quarter, Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with a rating of 8.379. Again, 66 more than Arc Nova. That is only a decline of seven points for Gloomhaven. It's 19th consecutive decline, during which it has lost 244 points, but since it was so far and away above everybody else at number one for so long, it had a lot of points to lose. But seven points is the smallest decline it has had since April of 2021, two and a half years ago, when it lost only six. And certainly a lot better than it had a couple quarters back when it yielded the top position. But let's look at his gap to Arc Nova. 99, two quarters back. 83, last time. Now, 66, a 17-point swing. So, I would say at best, uh, you could expect a full year before Arc Nova can catch Gloomhaven. But that assumes that no, there's no precipitous decline from Gloomhaven, which could happen. It has happened. There have been double-digit point declines for most of the last year. And it assumes that Arc Nova also can continue to, to gain steadily, which might not happen. So, at best, I'm going to say about a year. Repeating at number two for the third time, Pandemic Legacy, Season 1, by Rob Davio and Matt Leacock, published by Z-Man Games, with a rating of 8.388. Nine more than Gloomhaven, a decline of two from last time. It's 21st decline in the last 22 quarters, during which it has lost 113 points. It is the smallest decline, though, since July of 2020, more than three years ago, which was that one quarter that it did not decline, that quarter that it had gain. And even though its gap to Gloomhaven is only nine, it is expanding. When it first passed Gloomhaven, or rather when Gloomhaven first fell past it, it had a one-point edge. Last quarter that expanded to four, now it is nine means 16 next time, right? 1, 4, 9, 16? Could be. But I mean, just because that works out mathematically doesn't mean it's going to be true. Pandemic Legacy, of course, is the longest-running game in the top 10. This is its 32nd quarter on the list. Eight full years. So repeating at number one for the third consecutive quarter is Brass. Birmingham, by Matt Tolman, Martin Wallace, and Gavin Brown, published by Roxley Games, with a rating of 8.424. That's a gap of 36 points to Pandemic Legacy, and a gain of a point this time around. Reverses course a little bit. It had lost a few points each of the last two quarters, so it's only nine points off of its peak, peak rating, which actually came in its last quarter at number three. And the gap to Pandemic Legacy continues to ease open. It was 31 points two quarters back, then 33, and now it has opened to 36. 
So it seems to have cemented its position atop the list. Uh, No reason to think that it won't be able to hold on to this spot for a while. But there will be a point when it stops adding rating. That just always happens. It will start to fall. And then the question will be, as its rating falls, will it fall faster than Pandemic Legacy's rating? Or will Arc Nova come in to be a spoiler? Or is there going to be some other game? Uh, that's, of course, who knows about that, right? But as things stand, assuming no new entries, I would expect that these top two positions, top, you know, top three, top four, top four positions, will all stay about the same over the course of the next year. It'll just be a matter of how they come together. So brass, number one, third quarter in a row. For Wednesday, October 4th, 2023.